Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. Hey, this is Therese Skelly, and I'm so excited that you are here today. I really appreciate you listening to the Happy Business Podcast. You know, this is a place where I bring on my buddies, my experts, my friends, and we share the real deal of what it takes to run a business that makes your life happy and profitable. So today, I'm going to share um, my concept of, the title is called, What If Nothing Is Broken? Now, that's a strange title, (laughs) but I don't know if you're like me or not, but very many of us are folks that are really driven and really um, into self-growth, into personal development, into upgrading, always, always, always striving for the best, wanting to be a better version of ourselves, always wanting to deliver better products. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, right? But sometimes things just don't work. I was working with a group of clients in, in one of our mastermind groups, and a woman came to the call, and she's like, what else can I do? What else can I do? And I, I'm her coach. I know she's doing every single thing. Like we we did clearing with her. We did all kinds of stuff. So I knew what she was doing. And I have this whole idea about sometimes maybe things aren't supposed to work. Now, let's let's just dive a little more deeply into this. And I I want to start with a, a personal story. A number of years ago, I... You probably have heard me share this. I ended up filing bankruptcy after the Great Recession and all the stuff, and not managing my money, and you know, losing a bunch of clients and business when the economy tanked. I was faced with losing my house and filing bankruptcy. And so back then, I think it was 2010, I decided, you know, I need to be willing to do what I ha- I can do. So that's point number one. You got to be willing. And so here I was, a business coach. And I thought, okay, what can I do to bring money in? Because i got to feed my kids. I have to be willing. And so so I got to the place of, all right, I'm willing to get a waitress job. Now, I can't tell you that was like a, just a knife in my heart. But I thought, nope, I have to demonstrate that I'm willing to go to any length. So that's point number one. Are you willing to do what it takes? Okay, write that down. So I got to the willingness. I'm all, I'm all set. I'm going to be willing. I was going to make a phone call. I did make a phone call to a connection. It's like, okay, try to get me an interview at such and such a place. And, you know, I, I, maybe I can bring in a thousand bucks a month or something waitressing. I, I just got to be willing. So go for a hike. I get willing. I'm like, all right, all right, I'm willing. I'm walking down the mountain and I sprain my ankle. <laughs> and I, initially, I was uh, I was feeling like quite the victim. I was very pissed off, and I'm laying in the trail, sprained ankle, going, wait, wait, what? And then it came to me, like, okay, it's cool that you're willing, but that's not what you're supposed to do. You're just supposed to be with this, because obviously you can't get a waitressing job if you're on crutches. And it was a really powerful um, example to me that sometimes, even though we're willing to do all kinds of stuff, Sometimes we're just supposed to be in the brokenness. Sometimes we're just supposed to be with just stuff falling apart. Now, on one hand, I don't know about you, but that makes me, or used to, I'm pretty good with it now, it makes a lot of people nuts because we have this fantasy that we can control things. We have this fantasy like, well, if I just do more, if I just show up more. You know, I, I love Gary Vaynerchuk, but he's like, just hustle. It's hustle, 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 hustle. But sometimes... When your soul is involved, 
sometimes when you're making that next level expansion in yourself, when you're embodying that next revision or renewal of your business, sometimes things don't work because they're not supposed to work. I don't know about you, but for those of us driving superhero types, the concept of like, wait, what do you mean it's not supposed to work? What do you mean I can't fix this? So when my client and the mastermind call said, wait, what do you mean? Like, there's got to be something I can do to make this better. And so I'm going to share with you some of the points that I shared with her and all my clients. And one of the points I always say is nothing is wasted. So first we say you've got to be willing to do whatever you can do. And that means have courage, take risks, push the edges. And then you create. You do your best. But sometimes it doesn't work. Now, does that mean you made a mistake? Does that mean you were a failure? No. I want you to understand that nothing is ever wasted. What I mean by that, because I've been in this industry 10 years, and that means I have created a boatload of products. Like I have I have programs and record, I have more content. I just like, woof. And sometimes things work, sometimes they don't work. But sometimes, maybe it's not that you were supposed to sell that thing. Maybe it's not that you were supposed to get money for what you're trying to create in the world. Maybe it's, oh, you showed yourself that you know how to pull off a launch. Or, oh, you showed yourself that you could refine your messaging in such a way that now the next thing you do is better. Or maybe you showed up in a way and you took risks that you hadn't done before. So I just want you to hear If something isn't working how it's supposed to work or how you had envisioned it to work, what if you had the idea that it's okay? Nothing creative is ever wasted. No experience is ever wasted. Now, if you believe that, I don't know, I think you would have probably far less shame. You would have far more like, okay, it's just an experiment anyway. I was guided to create this. I created it. It worked. It didn't. See, what happens is we get really attached to the outcome. This is where I know personally it would really whack me out when my coaches would say, okay, what's your goal? And I'd say, alrighty, let's see if I could sell 40 people into that $200 program. I would have, well, then my, my brain is all attached to the outcome. And I think there is a place for a little bit of intention setting. But again, if we only do it from the monetary perspective, if we only do it from the it's a success if I sell 400 people and I suck if I only sell 20 people, like that's where it gets wacky. So I want you to think about how can I be with something, whatever that creation is. Let's say you're launching a product or a program or some service. Let's say you're working to get something out in the world and it doesn't exactly get you the results you want. How can you be with that? Now, point number three, see, sometimes you don't know the big picture. That's the point number three. So you've got to be willing to take the risks. You've got to be willing to understand that nothing is ever wasted. Point number three is you don't know the big picture. I uh, developed a program that I I thought 100% unequivocally would be my signature program. I was so excited about this program. It was just like, it was like a program of my heart. And after a year, I was like, nope, I don't want to do this anymore. And I put so much time and energy. I really thought, like, this was going to be the favorite child. This was going to be the thing that was going to be the $100,000 leveraged revenue stream. And after a year, it clarified for me 
where I wanted to move into and what I no longer wanted to do. And so I didn't understand when I started that program, when I started the creation of it, that, and I mean, it was, I probably made $50,000 off this program. It was a really good program in some ways. But then in other ways, I had to understand that it wasn't what my vision said. My vision thought, awesome, I'll just leverage the heck out, like what they tell you how to do, right? You get a signature program, you have a bunch of affiliates promoted, la, 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 la. I thought I had this, like, I just thought I had freaking nirvana. And what I realized is that wasn't what it was for. The big picture was, you know, it also helped some other people on my team. It clarified a lot of things. There were so many things a year and a half later or two years later that I can go, oh, that's what that was for. See, my initial vision was it'll be A, but now in retrospect, I was like, oh, no, there was a big picture, and I needed it to teach me this. So that's the third point. The fourth point is you trust. Okay, there's a big picture. And in the case of my client, that's like, I don't know what else I'm doing here. What else should I do? This is where you have to trust. Because more is not better. See, that's the old paradigm. That's the old, you know, you just crank out. You just, if one call's good, 50 calls is better. If working six hours on it's good, working 60 hours is better. It's not. There's a diminishing return. And so... If you just trust, okay, here's what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to surrender the outcome. The right people will come. You know, when my client is creating this new program, I said, would you be okay if only three people bought this? Are you going to be okay? And how can you be okay with that? Of course we'd love ten. But what if only three buy? Can you give those three the absolute best you've ever had, ever done, and trust that this work will take it off? This, that just maybe this program is is for the next thing or the next thing, right? So, again, it's not broken if you're not getting the results you want. And the fifth point is you look for the perfection. My clients, I think I drive them crazy. Of course, they love it secretly. But they're like, I know, what are you going to say? So they'll come in, they're like, ah, oh, I'm so frustrated, this isn't working. And they say, I know, you're going to ask me to find what's perfect about it. So for me, when I fell and, well, I sprained my ankle hiking, the perfectionism, perfection was I wasn't supposed to get a waitressing job. I was supposed to stay in that very difficult and painful place and lean into more faith, lean into more trust, figure out my money gremlins. All the work that I teach today happened because I couldn't get that waitress job. I happened because I couldn't, you know, there was nobody that came in and saved me. It was perfect that I got to go through that because it oriented and formed the work that I do today. So think about that. In the middle of something that seems like a failure, seems like, maybe not even a failure, seems like this didn't go how I wanted it to do. Now, obviously... There there are debriefs. You sit and say, wait, did I do enough marketing? Was my messaging clear? Um, did I have enough people promoting? Obviously, when I work with my clients, I use muscle testing. Was there something blocking you? Was this safe to do? Like, of course, I'm not saying not to do all those things because that's really an important, tangible step when you do a program. You should always do that stuff. But this is beyond that. So what you to be thinking about Where is their perfection? 
some of my clients um, are shifting, some women are shifting from working in a more male, you know, go out, beat it down, chase it, hunt it, you know, work the 60 hours, just get shit done kind of mentality. And we're working on them moving more into following the inspiration, following the energy, softening, listening to what their bodies want. And that's scary. So sometimes when you don't have clients pounding the door down or when your income slows down or when things aren't working, it's maybe because you're not supposed to be making money in that moment. Maybe you're supposed to be strengthening your faith, strengthening, listening to your, your intuition or your wisdom. I know it's crazy because our brains want to control this stuff. Like, we really, we love blueprints. We love, like, okay, okay, if I just put my headline here and three bullets here, cool, that's a great killer sales letter. Boom, that'll create, well, yeah, that's awesome. And there's something else that is governing everything. And that's the concept of soul. And it's the bigger picture in life that you don't even get all the time. So that's my challenge for you. What if it wasn't broken? What if it's not supposed to be fixed? Maybe maybe you're supposed to, you know, I've heard myself say, like, oh, I need some new clients. It's like, like, it seems like in December I get like, oh, I don't want to work in December, you know. And I remember, like, gosh, four or five years ago I was talking to a girlfriend saying, I'm so tired. I, just, I wish I didn't have to have, to have a, lot, a lot of clients because I just really want to take time and be with my kids at the holidays and I'm just tired. And she's like, so could you give yourself permission to not work as much. Well, of course not. No, because, you know, we got to go hustle and churn. Well, guess what happened? I had hardly any clients. I had, like, every single client cancel. Half the people that were, they said they were going to buy didn't buy. So I'm like, goof, I got what I sort of really wanted. Now, I could whine about that and say, oh, no, sales are down. Something horrible is happening. Or I could say, what if my spirit just needs to rest? What if it's been a hard year? What if I just need to trust that I'm provided for. You know, you'll hear me speak more and more and more about this journey being a massive faith walk. It really is. It really, really, really is. Because on your own, it gets kind of scary. Like, we get to the limits of like, oh, I can't, I can't, I've done every freaking thing I'm supposed to do. I know every marketing tactic that's happening and it's not and what's, oh God. That's the place you just got to surrender and say nothing is broken. So remember, here's the, here's the process. You be willing, you be willing. If you're guided to go networking, if you're guided to pick up the phone, if you're guided to give speaking gigs, if you're guided to do more videos, whatever you're guided to do, you've got to be willing to do that. And then whatever the results you get, you be unattached to. You don't get wacky because, you know, that speaking gig didn't get you 15 new clients. You just say, okay, I did a speaking gig, nothing's wasted. I'm putting the energy out there. I'm planting the seeds. It will come back. So number two. Number three, remember you don't know the big picture. You're not the big architect in the sky. You don't know what the plan is. So you have to you have to kind of surrender to, okay, i got to trust that this is all I get. That's number four. You trust. Then you look for perfection and the gifts in it. Yummy, juicy stuff. I know I get a little bit, bit today went a little bit deep, and I would love to hear your perspective. So if you're listening to this, um, feel free and on the blog, send a comment, send me an email, Therese at happyinbusiness.com, and know that I'm just delighted that you're in the tribe listening to the podcast, and I'm just sending you much, much, much love. Take care now. Bye. 
You've been listening to The Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Therese's five-part video series, Eliminating Money Blocks. Thanks for tuning in. 